Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to uh, another exciting episode of Psychology Talks. And today, we're going to talk about leadership, the, the way leadership is changing in Middle Eastern countries, in, in this particular region. Because um, so far, most of my guests have been uh, from the Western part of the world. Uh, but this time, I'm fortunate enough to have a great leader with us who is from uh, Abu Dhabi. And he is one of the instrumental, uh, he's playing an instrumental role in leading all the change in the leadership in this region. And as like, you know, that leadership is not just a title, it's an ability to inspire, influence, and guide others towards a common or a shared goal or a vision. And the effective leadership quality exhibits in a vision, like when a leader has uh, a very profound vision or a clear vision, and that leader leads with integrity, empathy, and resilience. And that's what makes anyone uh, successful or a, a good leader. And that's why I have invited our guest today. His name is Saeed al Ghafari. He's an accomplished CEO, a dedicated coach, an astute entrepreneur, and he brings a wealth of experience and wisdom that transcends the conventional leadership paradigm. So let's welcome Saeed. Thank you so much for joining. It's an honor to have you today with us. Thank you so much, Amber, and thank you for the lovely introduction. I really appreciate it, and I'm really, uh, I'm grateful to be here with you today. Thank you so much. Uh, I actually gave a very, very brief introduction uh, to our yeah. audience. Uh, but please uh, tell us about uh, yourself, That what was your background, uh, what struggles you faced when you were starting your career or, start, or doing your studies, and how you end up here. Uh, so yeah. just tell us a bit of, more about yourself so our audience get to know you better. Yeah, so I'm I'm a very normal human being, first of all. <laughs> uh, so uh, so since the beginning, uh, and before before I start, um, uh, I have a very lovely family, uh, and I'm a husband. I have I have a really lovely family, and this is something that I'm very grateful to have. Uh, you know, my parents are basically nearby so nearby so i can see them whenever i want so i'm very blessed to be around people who really care about me mm -hmm. uh, and you know i started you know when i used to be very young uh, mm -hmm. uh, I, I used to be not the most organized guy in terms of uh, studying and stuff but i used to do very well in school to be completely honest with you and people were a little bit surprised that why this and that, but you know, I didn't have any structure growing up, to be honest with you. I was very much spontaneous as a person, very mm -hmm. playful, uh, extremely cheeky, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I fell in love with computers in the beginning and video games. That's basically how I started. And I said, you know what, when I grow up, I'm going to be uh, a person who makes video games. Oh. Uh, and computers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that mm -hmm. was like, because I've, I've gone, I've gone through a lot of video games when I grow on, so that's why I fall in love with it. Oh, but wow. unfortunately, you know, uh, what happens is, is I continued my studies in the USA. I started. 
and mm-hmm. I'm actually going to write about it tomorrow in my LinkedIn anyways. Mm-hmm. So I started okay. uh, this journey, but then I basically did not do very well at all in the beginning. Oh. So I really, at all, no, I didn't do very well. Oh, and then okay. I had to choose, and then I chose chemical engineering. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I like to do is balance. So mm-hmm. I made an, uh, I made a really... Uh, uh, promise that you know I'm gonna really go there study, but I'm also gonna have fun. To be completely honest, with you. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, I'm far away from home, yeah. so I need to basically balance uh, mm-hmm. ultimately. So I then I graduated. So I was not doing very well in the beginning, but then toward mm-hmm. the end, I made I tried to basically uh, work very hard and I studied, mm-hmm. and I graduated from the USA, came to Abu Dhabi, uh, went to an oil field that I worked in as a process engineer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, stayed for two years, single, and then I got married. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really didn't connect very well with my uh, first job, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But that did not stop me from doing very well on learning and this. So I continued as the, as is from gonna be stay there. But I was looking around because I really didn't connect very well with that space. Mm-hmm. So, where I am today, uh, and I've been here since maybe I've got that 17, 18 years. <laughs> wow. Same job, but I've mm-hmm. really grown very well, and I've studied a lot, I've learned a lot, and I've done a lot. And uh, when I look back, mm-hmm. uh, I see that I've done a lot, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I've been one of the people who has. Uh, uh, developed a complete supply chain of the business of where wow. I am today. So I've seen how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was very mm-hmm. tough in the beginning, so I had to use my own ways to basically navigate. Uh, yeah. And then I was promoted to take over commercial, which is basically wow. supply chain, sales, marketing. Then I looked at the complete group, uh, and today I'm basically the uh, CEO of uh, of the of the company, including operations. This is what wow. I am today. Uh, uh, yeah, in a nutshell, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. spend a lot of time talking about it. <laughs> no, that, what an amazing journey you had. Uh, basically, um, you, I, as you, I like when I was just uh, listening to your story, you're just saying that you you had a passion for the computer games, which is like I think uh, it, it, which is a passion of lots of young people these days, and they want to do a lot in this uh, field. But then you mentioned that you didn't do very well in that, and then I think that was a time when people need to know that no matter what, if something they like, and if they're not doing well, they need to change their path instead of you know just try and keep on trying for something it's because their passion could be somewhere else instead of what they think it is there. Because I think what you mentioned is maybe, uh, which is actually could be the case of lot with a lot of young generation these days, as they are more into gaming and um, uh, video games and all these, they, they think that this is their passion. But it's I think that is their temporary uh, state where they think that this is their passion, but as like, because your life is testament that uh, your passion was somewhere else. And when you opted for that, you did well. But of course, with a lot of hard work, with a lot of consistent hard work and efforts, 
that is why you're here. So what an amazing journey you had. So um, like you mentioned that it's been almost two decades that you've been leading the company. So I'm sure you must have um, uh, seen a lot of changes in the culture, in the environment. And as we also like, I, since I'm also in the same region and I've seen that there, the changes are happening so rapidly. What's your view on that, that how the environment is changing, how it is different from the, one, uh, the time when you joined it? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, let me just uh, mention that uh, we're very fortunate to be in the Middle East. Um, yeah. Very fortunate, because the Middle East, especially, I'm not going to say I'm too old, huh? <laughs> get me wrong, but we basically uh, are developing as nations, yes. especially in the Middle East. Yeah. So the beauty about that is that you witness the growth of the region. And, you know, when you are in a growth stage, I mean, and something I love, you learn a lot, you see a lot, the change is yeah. very much rapid. Like you compare this region with any, I'm not going to say anywhere, there, but in the matured economies, because, yeah. you know, I remember just to... Uh, give a little bit of a perspective. When I went to the USA, I was very amazed with mm -hmm. how it is. Very amazed. The way they do uh, banking. Honestly, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but this is maybe a bit uh, silly, but uh, I used to love the drive-through when you go to the restaurant and <laughs> you basically go through the drive-through. So they had drive-through banking, drive-through mm -hmm. food. Everything was drive-through. So it was very, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, I think I went last time and 2012 and mm -hmm. forgive me i'm just comparing the uae for example yeah it's i haven't i haven't really seen any major development to be honest with you from a okay. service perspective yeah so it shows that you know currently the learning curve is faster than the way it used to it used to be in the past so mm -hmm. your basically style your approach towards stuff should be very rapid mm -hmm. and it has to cope with the speed of development or the speed of growth yeah and that's what we have seen and i'm specifically talking about the uae uh, mm -hmm. i remember the uae started the journey back in 1997. yeah it started but the growth in the next 15 years was unbelievable unbelievable yeah. Yeah. we had to basically step up we had to basically step up we had to learn mm -hmm. the hard way mm -hmm. and that's what i'm saying what i'm saying is this region is still growing and it will grow yeah. and it's a fantastic opportunity for people to to learn and see how uh, change management is from its aspects yeah absolutely i i completely agree with you that you know the the change is so rapid but the main thing is that we need to be willing to be able to embrace those change because if if we don't accept those change it's likely that we leave uh, we, we are left behind so i would ask you that what do you think that what are the main opportunities and what are the main obstacles in the region that is one like uh, these are actually the two questions that what are the op opportunities that actually fueling that growth and this is like helping you change and then at the same time, what are the obstacles that are that are actually stopping you to embrace that growth? Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to talk a lot uh, about a lot of sure. but 
the, for me, the first opportunity is the leadership and the vision we have. Yeah. Uh, the vision, especially in you know the UAE, the way I look at today, uh, Saudi Arabia, for example, and the way Qatar has really reformed itself to basically host uh, the World Cup, tells you that you know the leadership have a vision, yeah. which is the most important thing and the most important component. Once you had the leaders having such a vision, having oh, yeah. a strategy, then it's just a matter of how. How are we going to do yeah. it? Yeah? yeah. And for me, this is like the most important opportunity that I see in this region. Mm-hmm. Now, just to balance that out, that doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy sell. Uh, but it's going to be also the math. It's, then we need to look at the obstacles. You yeah. know, since we are a growing nation, you know, it means mm-hmm. that the skills we want are maybe not available. So yeah. there should be some some sort of a bridge to make that happen and then develop the nations as we go. Mm-hmm. So the obstacle is maybe the knowledge is not here, the skills are not here. Yeah. But again, since we live now in a world which is very close, we're close to each other. Look, I'm talking to you here and uh, uh, virtually you're somewhere yeah. else and I'm here and it's becoming yeah. very close. So then uh, the, the, the idea is you can bridge that, but it's an obstacle in this region as we speak. Yeah, 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 I think that's great. That's true. Uh, one thing is uh, that what I have also noticed here, like there are actually two kinds of uh, mindsets they're uh, operating in, in this region as well. One is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say the like um, uh, fixed mindset, but it's like a more like a traditional kind of a, way of working and the one is evolving as more like a, a modern uh, view or something so do you feel that or do you think that there is a kind of a contradiction happening or there is there could be some resistance as many people are actually still attached to the traditional way of doing it and uh, and replacing it with the modern view or you do think that it's fine like they're more easily adapting the new modern technologies or modern views yeah i mean usually uh Amber, businesses uh yeah. the business world is very competitive yeah and you know you've got let's say business a business b business c business d naturally mm-hmm. and they're all around you know consumers so they yeah. basically they serve yeah. like a, the, the consumer uh, uh sector now if you are basically, and forgive me, I'm just trying to make it in an example yeah, yeah. so that you would understand. Sure. Naturally, you're just gonna, you're gonna buy from the company, from a company that basically cope with your perspective, and depends on how old you are. Yeah. So yeah. if you look at the, you know, we're young, we're high tech, we use mobile, for example. Today, if I want to buy anything, I use the mo, I use a, I use the mobile. To be honest with you, I don't yeah. log into a PC uh, and buy you know yeah. something whether it's online so imagine there is a company which is a very traditional and they don't have such an application or such a facility yeah. this yeah. means that they're going to lose business so the way the ta- the the way the, the, the environment that we are in today obligates mm-hmm. us so it's not like it's an option if you want yeah. to stay competitive you have to basically adopt the latest technology or else you're going to be eaten by eaten up by competition. Yeah. And you know, if you read any, you know, if you read any uh, 
any book or anything about strategies. They talk about classic examples. Uh, yeah. For example, Kodak. Uh, yeah. For example, there's another one. Uh, uh, so Kodak is one, and I remember now it completely changed, completely yeah. changed. Xerox and Canon and how basically they bridged the gap and now basically it, no one now says, you know, I remember when I went to the USA, they don't say, let's make a copy. They say, let's Xerox to that extent. Yeah. Uh, so right now, if you're not really coping with, with and so in a nutshell, if you're not, then you're going to be eaten up by competition. It's a, it's yeah. a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree with you that basically, uh, these technology that evolving, it's we need to embrace it and we need to develop our skills to actually use the technology. And I uh, remember, like you mentioned, that um, here the main obstacles is that we may not have that skill, right? But as you say, that since now it, the world has become a global village and it's like very easy to reach out any place, anywhere, and to access that skill. So what is your uh, way of developing that skill set which is not present here? Yeah, so, uh, you know, you know, the name of the game today is how to be innovative, yeah. uh, in my at least opinion and the way I look at it. Uh, the first thing is, you know, we need to have the right environment to innovate. Mm -hmm. Yeah? yeah. So if if let's say, you know, I am an employee and uh, I want to make something new. Yeah. Okay, I'm basically going to new do a new a new thing. And this is how most of the great companies in the past failed to be honest with you. They had really bright people, but those ideas did not go up and then they went somewhere else and those company let's say, decree, I mean, demolished, and then you had other people coming. Mm -hmm. So reality is we need to have the right environment. Yeah. So in terms of do we have the right culture? Do we have the right vision? And then I would look at do we have the right processes? Do we have the right structure in terms of, okay, can we, do we have people to do it? Do we have the right structure? How about the process? How about the approval level? Uh, do I need to get 30 approvals to basically get something done? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and how about the speed of change? And that's, that will measure the speed of change. Does it yeah. take us one year to do it? Or how long does it take us? And then, okay, am I motivated enough to do it or not? Yeah. You know? yeah. And then you look at, do I have the skills? Do I have the mindset? Do I have the right attitude yeah. to do it? So you need to have like a kind of a, let's say a framework mm -hmm. for you to basically have the right way to... Uh, to innovate. What I see yeah. nowadays, and I, I'm not telling you that I'm an expert, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm still experimenting, okay, mm -hmm. and I'm still in the beginning of the journey. Mm -hmm. But what I see is, and I used to be here, I used to hear this a lot, let's innovate. Someone comes yeah. and say, let's innovate. But what exactly do you want us to innovate on? Yeah. So the message, the vision, the, 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 the purpose should be very clear on where do we yeah. want to reach. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's very true. And I think you mentioned it's very it's very important to innovate. Like those companies who don't innovate are the ones who are actually maybe left behind. And you mentioned that Kodak is the example 
where they actually refused to actually grow and then how they were left if uh, how they were like you know they, they were out from the market because someone else started taking uh, or they innovated something much useful that replaced their technology so <clears throat> that's that's the name of the game to if you want to stay in the market you need to innovate and and the change uh, the the pace of change is so um, like it's so accelerated at at the moment then if you don't innovate at the, at the same pace you would be nowhere and you will be start losing the business and you rightly mentioned that the the, the change begins from the main leadership leadership right it's basically what i see that from when i have uh, studied um, different companies their culture if the the culture you know is start from the top management like they're able to manage um, or maintain good level of like employees the employee satisfaction and everything so i would ask you that what exactly what are your strategy to foster that culture you know to where you cultivate like the positive mindset and you cultivate the motivation and and at the same time is stopping uh, that culture to develop or to going toward toxicity yeah i mean it's exactly what i just uh, mentioned those for me those it's very important to create yeah. the right environment yeah so how do you and, create uh, that right, right yeah and uh, to me you know what someone told me i mean which is uh, something i will not forget uh, which is some i mean something very very normal is you know what it's why innovation is important is because you know someone told me whatever takes you here uh, wouldn't take you further yeah. okay so reality is when you make a new uh, let's say let's say strategy or vision mm -hmm. people are already having a complacency that okay they're the yeah. best and nothing can change it mm -hmm. now it's very important to create an environment where we start asking questions and you know i'm one of those guys who are very curious i'm very curious in nature so you will see me poking my face here and there asking about that why this is happening maybe if there's a door i open the door so reality is uh, that's the right mind mindset you need to basically always uh, i mean th there are some specific behaviors that you want to aspire to have if you want to be more yeah. innovative but the environment creating that environment is important so the first thing is what are the behaviors and the attitude and the mindset you want to have yeah okay. right very important because mm -hmm. if i have that but again the structure is not helping me yeah. then it's not going to work it's very difficult yeah so those four elements structure processes am i motivated am i really incentivized very well okay do I basically have the mindset, the right mindset, etc.? Do I have a do I have my values and culture specifically messaged, communicated? Then that basically will tell me how I am basically acting. Now, the second thing which is very important, Ambrain, is you know there is that walk the talk, or yes. leadership visibility. Now, mm -hmm. again, I may say you know I may come and tell you you know what, you should not smoke. Forgive me for the example. Mm -hmm. Yeah don't smoke it's not good for your health etc and then one minute after that you see me smoking outside what yeah. do you think you're gonna do? 
You're definitely gonna go and say this guy is full of crap, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. believe him. So reality is, it's very important to act as a leader. You know, mm -hmm. act yeah. as a leader is very important, and then throughout time, you're gonna see people believing that you really, you really mean it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also talk. Uh, it's all about the integrity and value as well, because. You know, you need to show that people that you are the man of the vision or you are the person that they can actually trust you. So that happens when you, you mentioned that when you uh, walk the talk. So that's really amazing. Um, I uh, Now I actually also want to like to ask you that um, you mentioned that you also uh, you're a father, you're a husband. And so how do you strike the balance between, you know, uh, work life and the personal life because I know that this is very important for the mental sanity to have that kind of balance. Yeah, I think uh, it's not very. It's, these are not very difficult strategies. What I'm saying, but you need to have the right <laughs> mindset. You know. Yeah. Uh, first of all, is you know uh, I'm one of those guys who believe that. Uh, yeah. This, the change or whatever you want to do always start with a new. Yeah. So if you think that your family are important, you need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Yeah. It's not like, okay, you need to write the right, basically you're writing an email, which will take two hours. And then you say, you know what? My family is also very important. No, your family is not important. Yeah. So reality is you need, we need to identify what is really important. Now, there may be times where we are forgetting. Yeah. So what I do, to be honest with you, one of the things I do, Amberine, is I, use, uh, I, do, I do use the reminders in my phone application a lot, to be honest with you. So I put everything there. Mm -hmm. uh, and whenever the time, uh, you know, you know, work doesn't finish ultimately. Yeah, it doesn't finish. So we can stay yeah. here forever. But reality is, should I? Do I need this to be done now? Yeah. Yeah. So priorities are important. You need to shut down. Basically, if let's say 5 p.m. is your time, that's it. You should just create that barrier. It's a mental yeah. barrier, and say, you know what? That's it. With time, you're going to see yourself basically following that, and then you're going to create that balance somehow. But it's very important to identify whether your family is important and this. Now, some people, including myself, by the way, uh, especially my kids, I could not really speak to them. Really, in the beginning, it was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. We need to basically have shared, you know, values, shared, let's say, messaging, mm -hmm. shared thing for us to strike that conversation or to talk about or to share an activity, for example. This is applicable on your kids, family, father, mother, bless them if they're alive, or anyone else who's basically gonna, you're gonna work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very important to have, to set the right priorities that you know that what exactly, um, uh, where your work is and how your family is. So if you know the priorities, because sometimes the work is urgent, but you need to have the right priority that is is it, it could be urgent but is it on the right priority is it on the 
priority which it re requires your attention at the moment or it can be delayed so that is one thing i think uh, is a very key point and and i also noticed that you also talk a lot about the meditation and yoga how does it help you do, do you think that it should be done consistently or just once off so what are your views on that Ah, I, I, you know, this is something that it's very difficult to explain unless you experiment <laughs> it, to be honest with you, to be, to be completely honest. Um, uh, you know, I'm going to just simplify the word Me meditation is, yeah. you know, most of the people look at the external, let's say, external fact of it, which is someone sitting, closing their eyes and relaxing. Yeah. But it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. It teaches you yeah. discipline. Yeah. And it teaches you uh, patience. And it teaches you an unbelievable way to be much more connected with yourself. Absolutely. Because, you know, human beings are just a complex uh, set of thoughts. Like, you know, if you just leave me there, I'm just going to have different thinking thoughts in my mind. Yeah. Uh, even if I don't like you, even if I like you, I'm going to have thoughts that I like you or I don't like you. So the mind is just unbelievable. It's completely discipl uh, not disciplined. Yeah. Meditation really taught me the way, taught me to be much more, uh, much slow in my approach. And it really made me look at things much more different. Yeah. Really widened my, I would say, uh, perspective of looking at things. Yeah, uh, that's the same with uh, <laughs> with yoga, especially when I practice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, you actually you're spot on on this. That you know, our mind is. Um, I usually actually uh, often say that the mind is a terrible master, but uh, really a, like a good slave. That so we need to keep it as a slave, not make it a master, because uh, if we just let it let all these thoughts come into our mind and just start listening to what exactly is happening then like you know our mind goes crazy we need to actually focus on the right thoughts <clears throat> which actually empower us which help us move forward in in a successful way so and that's exactly what happens when we meditate because we are able to calm down the mental noise the chatter that keeps on going on that that actually drains a lot of energy and as you know our mind has a capability of you know uh, to, have, uh, to produce more than 50000 thoughts per day so just imagine if you just keep focusing on those 50000 thoughts you will not be able to do anything because you are wasting your time and energy on those um unnecessary thoughts so that's why it is very important to have right focus calm down your you know mind and to be able to focus on the right thoughts so you know uh like i know we're um, almost reaching to the end of the show but i want to ask that now you have seen the change uh, in the middle east right because you you've been there on in a leadership position uh you've witnessed the change so what do you what do you foresee the future of leadership in the Middle East? Yeah, I think uh, 
Uh, I, I don't like to make things specific, to be honest with you, Ambrin, okay. as much as possible. I know that we, I know we're in the Middle East somehow. Yeah. But, you know, there are great examples of leaderships and there are really not so great examples of leadership. Yeah. Uh, the same is applicable anywhere if you go in the world. So it's not mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, it's like pockets. But, you know, whatever is, a, and that's the beauty of the current time. The current time is, uh, since we are becoming very close, the challenges and the, the opportunities are becoming more or less unified, more or less, I would say. Uh, so I think when we look at the Middle East specifically, mm -hmm. you see that there is a notion of sustainability coming on the surface a lot. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. everyone now, and you've seen the COP28 and how successful it was and you know, uh, I wasn't expecting it to be that successful, but the draft and whatever the countries have agreed upon shows that this was a very successful COP, uh, mm -hmm. to be honest. It shows now that the way we look at things will be completely different. Yeah. So the agenda of sustainability is very strong. The agenda of the ecosystem and how to basically collaborate with each other, how to complement is very strong. Now, when we when you look at when you look at digitization or the digital world, it's very strong actually. Yeah. So these are how our leadership will basically be shaped in the future. The way mm -hmm. I look at it and the mm -hmm. trends that we need to keep in mind, and whenever we write strategies or we write uh, we we think about goals or purpose or anything, those, in my opinion, three things. Uh, okay we need to keep in mind okay i mean yeah that's uh especially the way it has been emerging these days i and uh, completely agree the sustainability is the main agenda and i think it should be because that's how we can save our planet uh if we have to move on and sustain life then we have to think i mean it should be the on um, priority so um before i actually um close this um uh, discussion what one advice would you give to our audience today to succeed in leadership or roles? Uh, uh, a lot comes into my mind, to be honest. Yeah. But the one thing that I really like doing, and it really taught me a lot is, you know, I like the curiosity. I like to be curious, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and this really taught me that I should welcome ideas. Sorry, mm -hmm. welcome perspectives. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't really, uh, I'm not one of those guys who say no. I always, I'm always curious. Mm -hmm. So you see me asking questions, yeah. why this is happening. Why am I going today in this way, for example? Why uh, this happened? Even if I did it yesterday, I always mm -hmm. say, why? Can, I, can we do this better? So mm -hmm. one of the things that I think is important, especially now, especially now, because mm -hmm. time is changing significantly. Like yeah. everything is significantly changing. And I've read a fantastic book, mm -hmm. uh, which shows that in the last 100 years, Mm -hmm. or let's say 100, I'm, sorry, I'm using 100 years compared to mm -hmm. 10,000 years. Yeah. The change was an 
unbelievable pace. And even if you compare the last year to the one year, yeah. it was just ridiculous. So yeah. reality is, uh, curiosity really helps, you know, us to say, why this is happening? Why did I have that? What happened here? Can I go and experiment a little bit with it? Yeah. yeah. Can I poke my face there and see what's happening? So something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's really amazing. Uh, like as Einstein says that, you know, that he's not just intelligent, but he's just uh, passionately curious about things. And I think that one instinct is so important, which can uh, which which can help us learn a lot about it. And, and what like I've um, uh, interviewed a lot of uh, successful people and one thing that I found common in all those is they are always willing to learn something new and they're like they're always coachable they said like it's not they can learn anything from anywhere from anyone regardless of you know whatever the age whatever the circumstances whatever the place so this is one thing is I think is the most important thing that if anybody wants to grow uh, they need to be open to ideas, open to perspective, and the willingness to actually accept it instead of you know just saying no. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's an amazing, amazing advice, and I'm sure our audience must have learned a lot from you. Um, okay, so what is the uh, best uh, medium that they can reach out to you? I know you're very active on LinkedIn. Uh, any other uh, medium, like if they, if anybody wants to reach out to you. Uh, I think just LinkedIn, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, make it, don't complicate it, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I've actually shared your profile in the comments. So uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and uh, sharing amazing insights about leadership, how it's changing, and what are the important ways that we can actually sustain our leadership. So thank you so much for joining. And thanks to all those audience who joined today, uh, who are listening to us live, and those even who will be listening to us uh, or uh, watching this um, stream after the show. So thanks to listening and watching us and sharing your comments to make it more lively and more enjoyable. Thank you so much. And have a great day. Thank you, Ambreen.